Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of A Year of No Fear. My voice is back, praise the Lord. It never really even went away. Hallelujah. The devil is under my feet, can I get an amen? Anyway, today I'm going to be reading in First Chronicles 22, chapter 11, verse 13. And then I'm also going to be reading in chapter 28, verses 19 through 20. So if you have your Bible, open with me there. Or if you're reading along in the Bible app, I'm in the New Living Translation. But whatever translation you read it in, that's up to you. It says, Now, my son, may the Lord be with you and give you success as you follow his directions in building the temple of the Lord your God. And may the Lord give you wisdom and understanding that you may obey the law of the Lord your God as you rule over Israel. For you will be successful if you carefully obey the decrees and the regulations that the Lord gave to Israel through Moses. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or lose heart. And now chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, that says, Every part of this plan, David told Solomon, was given to me in writing from the hand of the Lord. Then David continued, Be strong and courageous and do the work. Don't be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord my God is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. He will see to it that all the work related to the temple of the Lord is finished correctly. Okay, so... The book of Chronicles is written by Ezra and Nehemiah, and in these two verses, it's both David talking to Solomon. Solomon gave, or the Lord gave Solomon the task of rebuilding the temple. He didn't want to give it to David because David's hands were dirty with blood, like David had blood on his hands from being a man of war. And Solomon, the Lord says, or God says in his word, that Solomon was going to be a man of peace. So he gave Solomon the task of building the temple of the Lord. And Ezra and Nehemiah, they're just giving like a history, I guess like maybe like a history lesson, like if you want to think of these books that way. But these are technically, when you look at, um, when you look at the word, like there are different books classified as different things. These are historical books, but it's still the word of God and it's still living, breathing and active and applicable to our lives today, which is why I'm talking about it now, which is why there are preachers that preach from the word of God, because technically, other than the book of Revelation, and if you want to get really technical about it, like the book of Daniel or like Ezekiel and Isaiah and like all of those things, like they prophesy about Revelation or they'll prophesy about like Jesus and Messiah or like things like that. But, you know, Other than, honestly, the book of Revelation, all of the things other than the book of Revelation have already happened. So technically, all of the books in the Bible, except the very last one, are history books. But it is the living, breathing, active word that is sharper than any two-edged sword, and it cuts between the soul and the spirit. And this word is for today, which is why you don't just read the entire Bible and put it down and never read it again. You read it because it refines you. You read it because it does cut between your soul and your spirit. It purifies you. It separates the carnal flesh, mind, will, and emotions from the spirit. And it feeds your spirit and allows your spirit to grow stronger. 
anyway, I wasn't planning on talking about all of that. But yeah, so technically this is a history book and this stuff had already happened and Nehemiah and Ezra were writing and talking about it because they were in the process of rebuilding, um, I believe, the gates of the temple. So, or the gates of the city, sorry. But anyway, so David talking to Solomon, he says, the Lord is going to be with you and give you success as you follow his directions in the building of the temple of the Lord your God. And then in the last part, or in the last verse, he says, for you will be successful if you carefully obey the decrees and regulation that the Lord your God that the Lord gave to Israel through Moses. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or lose heart. David told Solomon that every part of the plan was given to him in writing from the hand of the Lord. He said, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or discouraged. The Lord my God is with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you. And he will see to it that all the work related to the temple of the Lord is finished correctly. David stressed the fact that he needed to listen and obey the Lord, his God. He needed to to follow the plans, follow the directions that the Lord was giving for the temple. If you are obedient, he says, if you carefully obey the decrees and regulations, you will be successful. He says, the Lord will give you success as you follow the directions He said the plan that the Lord had given him. So the Lord already gave David the plans for the temple and he was giving those plans to Solomon. All Solomon had to do to see success for the temple, to see the success of the work of his hands and see the Lord's plan come to pass. All the only thing that he had to do was to obey and follow the directions that the Lord had given to David. That was it. And in the same way, it's kind of like it is for us today. Like, okay, so we have, we got salvation. You know, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you've received salvation. But God has made plans for your life. He's, he's given plans for your life. And it's up to you to get in the word. And it's up to you to get in his presence and prayer to know those plans that he has for you. Jeremiah 1 5 says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. So before, so before you were formed in your mother's womb, the Lord already knew you and he already had a plan for you. He already had a plan for your life. So once you receive him as your Lord and savior, that plan was already, I mean, that plan was already, you know, not saying that you coming to the Lord in your seventies is a plan that the Lord had, but the Lord had plans for you, but it's always up to you to do something. You always have the option because you have free will, but the Lord, he has plans for your life. He has plans for your life before you even knew that he had plans for your life. But if you want to see those plans get done, first of all, you have to know that there are plans. And second of all, you have to do something. So after you get saved, you can leave it there. And I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. You will, if you leave your relationship with God at salvation, you will have a miserable existence here on this earth. You will point blank period. You will, because God puts it in his children to do stuff, to work. 
He puts it in his children to do things for the Lord. Like it's in you. It's in you to create. It's in you to produce because that's what he made us to do. He made us to work. He made us to do things. So the Lord gave David the plans to give to Solomon. Solomon could have left those plans there. He could have said, no, I'm going to do my own thing. But how successful? Because the success came with a condition. Success came with a condition. And that condition was to follow and obey the directions of the Lord. If you want to see the plans that the Lord has for you in your life come to pass, you need to follow and obey the voice of the Lord. Follow and obey the directions or the path that the Lord would have you to go down. So if the Lord had spoke to you to do something, like if the Lord has spoken to you to write a book and you don't write a book, you're not going to be successful because you didn't do the thing that he told you to do. Or if the Lord told you to go to Bible college, or if the Lord told you, I mean, just to do something simple, like, hey, call that family member and pray for them over the phone. Like things like that, like just simple, obedient things, simple things that the Lord tells you to do. If you don't follow the plans or if you don't follow the directions for the Lord, you're limiting what he will do in your life. You're limiting your own self. You're putting limitations on who you are or what you what you can do because you're not obeying the voice of the Lord. If you want to see a successful life, if you want to see things happen successfully, you have to not be afraid and follow the voice of the Lord. Because look, he says, he says, the Lord is with you. May the Lord be with you and give you success as you follow the directions and building the temple of the Lord your God. And may the Lord give you wisdom and understanding that you may obey the Lord your God and rule as you rule over Israel. For you will be successful if you carefully obey the decrees and regulations that the Lord gave to Israel through Moses. Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or lose heart. So when it looks like, okay, so when you're following the voice of the Lord, God will show you, he'll show you what it is that he wants you to do. And he'll give you vision. Like he will give you a vision of what the outcome is going to look like. Ask the Lord for confirmation. Ask the Lord for vision. Ask the Lord to help you to see what you're supposed to do. But you're not going to see every single step in the outcome. I mean, odds are you're not. Like there are things that the Lord has told me, especially this podcast. Like there are things that the Lord has told me to do. And I don't get, I don't, I don't see how this is going to play out in the future. I see like the end and not, and by end, I don't mean like you know, I've, I've, I've made it, but I see like the general, like vision of what I'm going to be doing in life. That's what I see, but I don't see when things are going to start picking up. I don't see the things that are going to start happening. I don't see who's going to come in my life and I don't see who's going to, where I'm going to be at or like, or, you know, I don't, I don't see every single little detail. You know, the Lord has told me to do things and because he's told me to do them, then I will obey. I will follow the directions because I want to be successful. I don't want to be in the same place where I'm at two years from now. I just did an episode of Sunday. The Sunday episode talked about moving. I don't want to be in the same physically and spiritually. I don't want to be in the same place that I am today in two years. 
I want to be moving. I want to be doing something new. I want to be doing more. I want to be growing and moving with the spirit of God because God does not stay in the same place. And there's no reason to fear. You know, we fear the unknown. We fear what we don't know and what we don't see. But the promises of God are more real than what we see in our, with our natural eyes. The things that are happening in the spirit are more real than what we'll ever see here. And it's crazy to think about because this to us is our reality. But we have a spirit being on the inside of us. And this life is going to fade. And we're no longer going to this. This earth is no longer going to be one day. And we're going to live on for an eternity. And I'm getting into a different place that I didn't want to go. But anyway, what the things that the Lord has told you to do should be more real to you than the fear should be more real to you than what you don't see. Because the Lord said it and he put his promise on it like David and Goliath, like David knew that his God was more powerful than the giant. He knew that his God was more powerful and able to defeat Goliath. But Goliath was a big enemy. When David saw Goliath in 1 Samuel chapter 17, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 26, it says, David spoke to the men who stood by him saying, what shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that should defy the armies of the living God? He saw the giant and he was like, what's going to be done for the man who kills this guy? Because he's defying the army of the living God. He's just an uncircumcised Philistine. Philistine. That's what David saw him as. He didn't see him how everybody else saw him. Everybody else was afraid of Goliath because of his size, because of his talk, because of his demeanor. But David only saw Goliath as an uncircumcised Philistine that was defying the Lord of the Lord God. That was all he saw him as. And in verse 31, he said, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight this with this Philistine. In verse 34, it says, but David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took out a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it rose against me, I caught it by its beard and both struck it and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied, defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, the Lord delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear. He will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. He didn't see him the way that everybody else saw him. He saw him as another thing that the Lord was going to help him defeat. Another thing that the Lord was going to help him and conquer. He didn't see him as any different as the lion or the bear. He saw him as the same exact thing. There is success that comes when you are obedient to the Lord. There's a success. Ask the Lord what it is that he would have you to do, what the plans that he has for your life are. Get into prayer, get in the word and find out what the Lord has placed on your heart for what it is that you're going to do for the rest of your life. But basically, don't fear the plans that the Lord has for you. Don't fear taking a step. Because if you follow the voice, if you obey the commandments, if you obey the the directions and the plans that the Lord has for you, 
then you will be successful. That's what the Bible says. You will be successful if you follow the directions of the Lord. So just by having Jesus in us and obeying the voice of the Lord, success just comes. It just happens. We have a new and better covenant. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. It says that he has plans to prosper you. And just because Israel was in bondage or Israel was in the Babylonian exile, because they were bound and slaves to them, does not mean that he did not have plans to prosper them because that's what he says. He says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper, prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. And did he not? Those were the plans that he had for them, regardless of where they were at. And the same for you, regardless of what you're in bondage to, regardless of what sin that you can't get, that you can't conquer in your own power, regardless of that, the Lord still has plans to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. Regardless of what you're bound to, the Lord, and that's the same thing for salvation. Before I got saved, I was in bondage to sin. I was bound to all different kinds of things, but the Lord had plans to prosper me, to give me a hope and a future. And that's exactly what he did. He gave me a hope. I have a future now. And he still has plans to prosper me. Praise the Lord. These promises in the word are for us. Yes, context matters. Reading verses in context, it does matter. But you have to read it the right way. You want to take out the plans to prosper, give you a hope in a future. They were in bondage. They were slaves. They were in exile. They were in exile. So that is bigger. The exile, the bondage is bigger to you than prospering in the plans of the Lord. And dare I say, that's the reason why there are so many Christians that are walking around defeated. Because they look at the circumstances. They look at the exile. They look at the defeat. They look at the bondage. And they say, nope, that's bigger than what the Lord has planned for me. Uh Uh-uh. You have to shift your mindset to looking at the promises of God like they are more real than the thing that you are facing. The promises of the Lord are more of a reality to you than whatever it is that you're staring down. We got to start looking at the promises of the Lord. We have to start looking and knowing that if we follow and obey the Lord, that there is nothing that we cannot do. Because the Lord is on our side. The Bible says anything is impossible or anything is possible to him who believes. You have to believe anything is possible for him who believes. Anything, anything is possible for him who believes. So if you believe the Lord, anything is possible. But if you believe what your eyes see, if you believe the the enemy, like if David believed, if David believed that the enemy was so, so big and bad, like everybody else thought, David would not have defeated Goliath. He would have been scared like the rest of them. But he chose to believe the Lord rather than what his eyes saw. 
And that's what we need to do. So sorry for this extremely long episode, but I thank you guys for staying here. Be encouraged today and follow the follow the plans that the Lord would have you to do. Get in prayer and ask the Lord, what is my next step? What do you want me to do? Be obedient and doing if if the Lord isn't or if the Lord hasn't told you anything, do the last thing that he told you to do. Do the very last thing that it is that he told you to do. Some of you know that God has told you to do something, but you haven't done it yet. What are you waiting for? Do what he told you to do, and then you will have success. Have a great day. I will be talking to you guys on Saturday. So I love you guys so much. Bye.